Hey church, thanks for joining me today. We've got a great uh, video in store because today we're actually going to meet our new missionaries. A little while ago, uh, Rudy and Lara Rudresh, who the church had supported for a number of years serving over in Thailand, felt that their time on the mission field was coming to a close. And so they've returned back to Australia. And since that time, we've been looking for another um, missionary to partner with. We support currently a great ministry over in the Philippines, and you can check out the missions page on our website for more information about that. And we also sow into, as a church, a range of uh, mission opportunities and ministry opportunities within Australia and within Canberra. But we've been seeking and searching for a new partner overseas, a new ministry that we can partner with as a church. And so I'm really pleased to introduce to you Nathan and Brooke Disanayaka, who are um, an incredible young couple that we're going to be partnering with as a church as they serve on the mission field in Sri Lanka. I want to take a moment, though, to thank you for your faithful giving, because it's really only because of that that we're able as a church to have an incredible impact within our region in Canberra, um, but also internationally. What you sow into the church, we're able to sow out um, into so many lives and make such a practical and spiritual uh, difference. So I'd encourage you, enjoy uh, listening to um, and meeting Nathan and Brooke. All right, so Nathan and Brooke, it's so good to see you guys. Um, ideally, we would have loved to be introducing you to the church um, <laughs> with you here. Um, <laughs> here, I'm in, I'm in my office, but, you know, in, in the church building, um, in front of everyone and being able to meet everyone, and that'll happen. I'm confident there'll be a day where that can happen. But um, we wanted to take this opportunity, like we've been thinking a lot about the fact that not being meeting physically actually means we can do some different stuff. And so this was one of those different things where we were like, it's a great opportunity. Everyone can um, sit down on their couch with a coffee or a tea and, and watch us um, as we have a bit of a chat about you guys and find out about your heart, um, about what you're doing in Sri Lanka and about kind of where you see God's taking you and, and then also how we can support you. So um, let's kick off by just, just give us like the two or three minute summary of who you are, where you've come from. But I guess too, I'd love to hear about um, how you came to faith. You can go first. Awesome. So good to be with you guys. Um, so for me, I actually, I didn't grow up in a Christian family. Um, so for me, I became a Christian at 18. Um, and it was purely because I had amazing friends in high school that were actually Christians. And so I actually got to go to youth group. But then at, as a teenager, I was like, no, nah, it's not for me. It wasn't until I was 18 that I feel like I was really searching for God. And like, I just made this decision that I was just sold out for God. And that probably came out of, um, yeah, me just really wanting to press into God. And I, I actually told God this, right? I was like, I will clean toilets for you, God. I'll pick up rubbish for you. I will serve you however it was in church. And I even said to God, I would go to the nations for you. I just thought God wouldn't take me seriously when I said that to him. I actually just thought... I wasn't qualified. I just thought, no, nah, that'll, you know, God will use someone else. I'm like, hmm, I didn't realize that he would literally take me seriously and use me. Um, but it wasn't until obviously later on down the track um, that I would know where I was going to. Because I'd always say to God, oh, what nation will I go to? Or, you know, where will I go? And for me, like, you know, the ideal place, I was like, oh, Italy was like, because I love coffee. Like, yeah. we all love coffee, right? Yeah. Coffee, no. pizza. Gelato, all those yummy things. I was like, yep, <laughs> definitely going to Italy. I'm like, God, you're going to call me to Italy, right? But it wasn't until I met Nathan um, 
when were we like 23 or something like that in church but I have to tell you a little funny story is Nathan and I actually knew of each other when we were working at McDonald's when we were 14. Oh, nice. I just thought, I just mm. thought Nathan was the weird guy with the weird last <laughs> name. Now I've got the weird last name. <laughs> and he was like, and I wasn't a Christian, so it kind of didn't really work, yeah. you know, back then. Um, but obviously God <laughs> had different plans and it just all, you know, kind of came together. So now we're married with two kids. Bella, our eldest, is eight and Malachi is um, just turned five actually last week. So that's probably a snippet just of yeah. me. Did yeah. I say that I live anything out? Lived yeah, in Newcastle my whole life until we went to Sri Lanka mm. two years ago. I'll let you yeah. <laughs> share. <laughs> I was um, born in Newcastle, um, but three months old, I, I was born into a missionary family. So my dad's Sri Lankan. So um, we headed back in 1983 to Sri Lanka. Um, that was when the Civil War just started. So um, it was, and there was all the race riots. Um, so we got there at an interesting time. No McDonald's at KFC or anything like that. So yeah. it was um, very, as a baby, of course, I wanted McDonald's. But um, yeah, it was, um, so it was, and about when I was four years old, my dad was actually killed um, while ministering because he was a Bible college principal and used to look after a lot of the guys from the, um, up in Jaffna. Yeah. and up top in the east so um yeah he was killed um while preaching and um, meeting all these guys um mum decided to continue to stay on and just felt what god say um you know my dad's heart was to plant a church and build the church and help lead mm-hmm. disciples and uh, raise leaders so we stayed um in norelia up in the hill country and we actually planted um the vision dad had of building his church, which is now one of the bigger um, AOG churches that's planted many more around. So, um, yeah, and, but by the time I was 12, 11, 12, I really didn't like Sri Lanka. Um, you know, as it's like a pastor's kid, there's too much pressure yeah. and the expectation of um, wanting to be something that sometimes you don't feel like you are. Um, yeah. So I ran back to Australia as soon as I could with the goal of never coming back. But I always felt um, God say, um, one day you will build my church in Sri Lanka. Um, and I was like, one day, God, but that'll be a very long time away. <laughs> um, yeah, and I just went through the normal teenage years of, um, you know, fighting with God and fighting with my youth pastor and my senior pastor about call and just being a leader and, yeah. um, you know, it's shaping me. Um, and it took a long time. And I was in my early 20s where kind of God just really um, hit me hard. Um, through like a broken relationship where you just feel like I don't know who I am anymore because you as a Christian kid you just go through all these you're meant to be this and others yeah. love that so yeah I had that moment where I just had to go you know what I'm just gonna go talk to my pastor which is Pastor Bruce Robertson and um, at that time and he just said you know you've got to know who you are in God who's who are you in God and who, who does God call you to be and um, went through a journey and was just totally changed from this art uh, where I was like okay God um I just know who you are and I know who I am and I'm, I, I'm holding myself. Yeah. And from that point, it was just, uh, um, things just lined up, mm-hmm. met Brooke, um, at the church and just felt God say, um, whatever God wanted us to do, which was leading youth ministry at that time. And then young adults ministry, helping mm-hmm. use life, um, and setting up um, the leadership Academy with them. And then, um, yeah, mm-hmm. continued on from that. But that was like the real turning point for me was just yep. getting to that moment. It's not about what people say I need to be, but just who I can be and freedom in God. So, yeah, well, it's, it's, it's funny because 
I remember as a child, you know, growing up as a pastor's kid, um, yeah. thinking, you know, God, please don't call me to be a pastor or a missionary. I couldn't make <laughs> anything worse. Um, and and then the work that God does in your heart when he calls you, you get mm. you know, all of a sudden, like for me, it was this gradual thing. And then this realization of God, like, I can't imagine anything better than this calling that you've put in my life, which was, you know, what 10 years before I would have dreaded all of a sudden it's like, <laughs> I want to start now as a 14 year old. Like, let me get into it. So um, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, that's so awesome. That's so good. So you guys are uh, from Newcastle. You're there at the moment. We'll get to that in a minute. Yeah. Um, hmm. So I, I've got this theory too, which I'm so glad you've supported through your McDonald's story that everyone <laughs> in Newcastle knows each other. So everyone yeah. I've met from Newcastle knows every other person. So thank you yeah. for affirming that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you, you meet everyone. You know yeah. everyone, and especially <laughs> in Christian circles. I don't know. Everyone's <laughs> so small. Well, yeah. Canberra's very similar to that, so I, I think it's, it's already a good connection. Um, so you guys obviously, so the, you've you've then met, you've got married, um, and then you've ended up in Sri Lanka. Like, how did that happen? I you was talking um, when we connected a couple of weeks ago about just that call from God. Can you talk us through, you know, how that played out? Yeah, well, we started was just the first our uh, first date where oh, yeah. um, we like you know got finally asked Brooke out and we sat down at a Thai restaurant and um, at that time I just knew God said Sri Lanka so I was just like yeah I'm going no matter what so my first thing was you know where do you want to what, what's your call where do you want to go in the world kind of thing. Say something it felt like a job interview not a first <laughs> date it was like. What's your call? <laughs> What's this? What are you doing? I'm like, huh? like trying to eat my dinner nicely. And go, okay. Was he taking? Was he taking notes? Surprise! <laughs> <laughs> a little pad down the side, just taking notes of um, what our answers are. And um, the main thing I just it was just like, yeah. I, I just felt God say, look, I'm not going to muck around. We're all we're getting we're in our twenties. I said, I'm called to Sri Lanka. Um, if you feel like that's something, let's start dating. So that was the start of it. Um, and it was just a, it was a long journey. Um, it took. Um, well, it was quick to get married. Quick to get married, <laughs> but nine years of um, actually processing yeah. what it is to actually go on a mission, like to give everything up and to leave yeah. uh, your entire life to go yeah. there. So um, it was a nine-year process while we served at church, and we just said, "God, when we're just going to yeah. commit to you, we're just going to serve in our local church, and then when you say it's time, we'll bring it to our senior pastor, and if he, you know, with him, we'll." He goes, yep, it's time, then we'll go. And um, so that's kind of like the process of um, getting to Sri Lanka. And it was just at a conference yeah. when I kind of had God just go, gave me kind of a date, like it's time to go. Yeah. Um, you just leave. Mm. And so I was like, oh, no, that's not what I wanted to hear. <laughs> yeah. um, and so like, you know, driving home with um, Matt Wildsmith um, and we just, you know, chatting out, going, man, I'm going to go and like, you know, have that argument. I don't really want to do this. I don't want to. Plano Church, <laughs> the same thing, but um, it's like God's called, so we've got to do it. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, just told my wife, I've got a date where mm. I feel we're called, like, to go, but, you know, I'm not going to tell you. You just need to hear from God and listen and talk once that happens. So. Yeah, I remember, yeah. <laughs> One night, opening night for state conference, so it really set me up for the week at state conference. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, like, crying the whole time. Everyone's like, what is wrong with you? I'm thinking... <laughs> Oh my gosh, I'm leaving soon. <laughs> yeah. It was very um, yeah, it was very interesting yeah. times. But um, it was always something like what you said. Like we always knew that it was something there, but we always were like not making that the big focus. It was always serving in our local church or serving in ministries that we could 
yeah, help or do whatever we could while we were there, wasn't yeah. it? Um, yeah. Before us. And, and then yeah. just, yeah, that was just all of a sudden in 2019. We left, yeah. We left. But we, um, and it was just after the Easter bombings. Yeah. Um, we just arrived in there, but it was it kind of was that crazy feel because it's all of a sudden you sell your home, you're selling um, things, packing up a suitcase and a container, and you're like, okay. Hmm. Um, and that it just goes really fast those last three months. Like, so it's yeah. just like all somewhere in another country. And um, yeah, yeah it, it was a long process to get to that part. <laughs> it, yeah. was, it wasn't an um, easy road, like the nine years or whatever, just going, okay, God, where, what, how, and mm. uh, can, are we, what can we really do to help the nation? Like, you know, there's obviously better people than us, and you have those. Always hold on to the thing of God, you call the unqualified because we seriously don't feel qualified. (laughs) It's just that heart to serve God. So Mm. we're like, just got to, yeah, trust God in it. And it's incredible, like, because you you, you hear have that calling and then it's the time um, that God uses where you don't even really know that it's happening, but he's molding and shaping and taking off some rough edges and equipping um, ready so that when you land on the ground or, you know, step into whatever God's called you to do that, you know, you're so much more prepared. Like, oh, I think often we think we're prepared at the start, but then it's yeah. through that yeah. that's actually the getting ready. So it's yeah. so it's so cool to hear how, how God's worked that. So, all right. So thinking about Sri Lanka then, I've never been. Um, what's it like? Like, what's what's the climate like? What's the geography like? What's, yeah. yeah you, you can kind of tell what it feels like to arrive in Sri Lanka because you kind uh, of did it. Yeah, I've been a lot shot. of yeah, yeah, a lot of times. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, it's obviously your experience will be different now. It'll be a lot different coming mm-hmm. to Sri Lanka. It'll be a lot nicer. My first ever trip, I'll have to just tell you this on a side note. Nathan and I were dating, and obviously we had a because we were dating, we had a chaperone. Nathan yeah. took me there to see if I liked Sri Lanka. It was in the middle of the civil war. So I'd never been to an Asian country, let alone a country in a war. I remember going in on the tarmac, the plane is landing and there's all these army guys in bunkers got yeah. rifles aimed at the, at the plane. And I was like, oh, my goodness, God, what have I got myself in for? <laughs> so then I was kind of, you know, prepared for it. And then when we landed you know, two years ago, we came at the back of the bombings. And I'm like, okay, this is so weird. Like, there's nobody here. Like, because the airport, when you arrive in Sri Lanka, it's like it's just go, go, go. It's really busy. It's like I'm assuming it's probably maybe a little bit like, Philippines maybe yeah, like where yeah, you guys yeah. have been yeah. so it's really humid um but it's a beautiful country beautiful island um the people are really really lovely they're super friendly aren't they yeah. um and if you love curry and if you love curries and the heat have to come to Sri Lanka and visit us yeah it's, uh, <laughs> curries in the heat and the heat in the curry I think curry. Is, um, <laughs> And then you yes, have to go from the curry to the and then you've got to try and get in the AC if you can, or if you're on a holiday, try and get to a pool. <laughs> so that's kind of it. Yeah. No, cool yeah, one. it's a the culturally, it's um, it's a mainly a Buddhist yeah. nation. Um, so coming in, it's uh, and it's very got a very spiritual, mm. strong spiritual feel when you kind of fly in, um, into the country. Um, yeah. But the amazing thing, it's the people that keep you there. Um, that just seeing the smiles on these people that have gone through mm-hmm. so much tra- uh, tragedy through war, through the tsunami yeah. bombings and these people, no matter, and you listen to their stories and there's, it's just a strength they have um, to just keep, mm-hmm. even though after losing family members or kids and everything, they, they just keep having a smile and keep moving forward. And uh, 
it just makes you appreciate the people. Um, the, you know, the only thing we don't appreciate is the traffic. Um, yeah. That's that's the part that's crazy. Um, <laughs> takes a lot of time, but um, the actual parts of actually sitting with a person and having mm. dinner with them and just they, there's you know there's, it's quality um, yeah. and yeah, so we love love the people mm. um, and love the culture. It is a such because it's so spiritual. It does have a real deep culture yeah. um, and a deep heritage um, to just be able to experience, and they're very proud of who they are. So. Mm. Um, and you feel that pride, even though, you know, the third world country, there's this pride in their nation and um, being shrunk. And so for us, it's great. Like we love it just because the fact of just being immersed in this culture, that's very different. And just, um, yeah, the way they honor people and the way they um, raise their families and do family together is um, great. So, um, yeah, yeah. So, like a great place. You know? Yeah. So what, like you mentioned it being really predominantly a Buddhist nation, do you think like, um, that makes them more receptive to, to faith in Christ? Or do you think that puts up some roadblocks? Or wh- how would you kind of read that? Uh, the um, Buddhist church, uh, the Buddhist part of it is a bit more anti-Christian. Mm. Um, so there is a lot of um, violence and resilience. resilience. Um, in the Western province where we are in Colombo, in the city, it has been westernised. Um, so it is a bit more accepting where um, there's not as much um, happening between Christians and Buddhists, okay. but there are um, certainly in the, once you leave the, that part of the area and go into the villages, um, yeah, there's a lot of, um, you know, attacks on Christianity mm-hmm. and on right. pastors. So, and we have to be very cautious on what we do and how we do it um, in being able to uh, speak and we're there for people. We're there for um, seeing people come to God yeah. and to see lives transformed, but they don't want that. Um, yeah. The laws, they've kept on trying to bring the law in of anti-conversion law, so we, you can't convert from what you're born into. Yeah. Um, and they're very strong mm. will, like they're peaceful, and we've got lots of great Buddhist friends um, that we know and we hang out and they know we're Christians and there's no issue. Um, but, yeah, it's just a, you get those groups. I, I guess you get that in every religion as well those groups that just want to be extreme um but yes we do have to be very respectful and got to really watch how we proceed and how you um lead people to god yeah Uh, because because they can be yeah become a christian lose your whole family um it's a huge cost for them they really have to think mm, about becoming christian like it's not just yeah yeah but they are trying to um yeah, the president at the moment is trying to make it a nation where every religion is accepted yeah, and worship. Okay. So that's a good part of it. Um, yeah. And he keeps yeah. pushing that and keeps telling the monks and everything like that, you know, church in Sri Lanka, in the city. And um, from a, as a young kid, I always just felt God say, you're going to ch- plant a church that's never been planted before, um, that's never been seen. Um, and that's just been one of the big things for me was to just see in, especially in Sri Lanka, um, just mm-hmm. a church that is just totally different and trans- that can help transform and just bring people together. So um, that was a heart moving into Sri Lanka and mm-hmm. we um, went and we felt God call us there was we're going to go plant a church and just be able to and then help churches around us. But um, COVID hit and kind of really had a bit of a shift because yeah. um, we're all about um, relationship and that one-on-one connection and building especially when it's grassroots where we're, where there are only two in the plant that's gone. So when you're trying to build a team, team, we didn't really want to do it over a Zoom call or um, a phone call. We wanted to meet face-to-face, build that relationship and really um, strengthen it. But that 
was stopped with um, COVID for 18 months and then it kind of shifted a bit. Yeah, we kind of did a little bit of online content, didn't we? Did. we? Um, but then we really felt God, um, like what Nathan was saying, really um, encourage us to go and support the local churches that were already there, and especially in the COVID season. Um, I know for us, we were supporting a few churches just in helping them get their services online, like because that was so foreign, like mm. for you know churches in Sri Lanka, they just didn't even have the technology or the resource. So for us to be able to do that was um, was good in that time. Now they're all running themselves, which is great because yeah. Nathan's not sitting up all night editing services, so that's great. Yeah. But then also we really felt um, on our heart to actually come alongside pastors and leaders, especially in COVID. Like it's actually been, it's been a bit, I guess maybe a bit of a pressure cooker because it's something we've never experienced before, but actually coming alongside of them and supporting them because they've actually, it's, I don't know, for me it's a bit sad because I feel like the church isn't, really united mm. in um, Sri Lanka. It's just, you know, the pastors or the leaders are just kind of out on their own and it's just their church and they'll just, you know, kind of insular focus, not about the whole like mm. church community or building God's kingdom coming together. It's just for them, it's just about their church. But we really feel like God's encouraging us to go and, um, you know, build his church and coming in, gathering the pastors and um, leaders mm. to do that. So we've kind of, we started doing that um, last year. We're just working with um, the national youth director and one of the, um, uh, I'm going to say national, but it's not national, state, I guess, state, state leader. State leader yeah. um, and working with them as two, like the couples, like husband and wives, um, working with them on mentoring and um, just coming alongside of them and more about not just them as leaders, but how they are personally, like how they're going in mm. their marriage um, you know, family life. It's not about what you do, but actually God matters. It's about who you are to mm. God. So it's been, that, that's going to be the big shift, I think, because um, in church in Sri Lanka, it's all about um, um, your title or your position and what you do. It's not about, yeah, mm. really yeah, okay. who you are deep down. You know what I mean? Like they're not, they're not vulnerable. Like, and it's, yeah, they're not mm. about really real on how they're doing. So it's coming alongside of them in it's mm. encouraging them and supporting them where they're at as well. Yeah, and we've had, we've found like through lots of meetings, like each church is very scared to connect. Um, so when we meet with a pastor and we're just sharing what we want to do, it's like the first part is, you know, are you going to take all our people if we join with you to do leadership or talk about mentoring? And um, so mm. we just like last year we spent time with different denominations just sitting with a pastor and having coffee mm. with them and just going through our heart and pretty much saying, we're going to plant a church, but, um, you know, from that's what we want to do, but we're not going to take your people. Um, yeah. And we're, mm. we, we're, our heart is just to really see the church united, mm. um, build that trust, build that friendship where you can, like for me, it's working with others as friends and as mm. mates, um, you know, with your local pastors where they don't have that feel. So, um for us, it's just somehow right to bring them together to um, actually connect. But again, COVID stopped what we had in plan. We had kind of this thing of having um, about there's about six, six key churches from different denominations, and their young adults and youth leaders and their leaders we were going to gather together and like start doing uh, like a community together just to build into them, share about how to just be who they are and not worry about all the leadership programs, but more about who they are with God and. Um, you know, like how they can actually connect and trust each other. So unfortunately, COVID mm. hits again and um, we've got to hold off on that. But we're planning hopefully to head back in January 
where we can relaunch as the country is slowly now coming out. Like this week, they actually came out of lockdown. Yeah. Uh, we're hoping now it actually opens and stays open in the yeah. next couple of months, um, which means we can actually get back and um, help the church, local churches, and as well as um, look in the next year or two to actually plant our own church there. It's in, it's incredible to think that, you know, you had that call and then it was nine years and then God's put you in Sri Lanka right after the bombing and then, you know, just before COVID hits and, yeah. <laughs> and that was a rethink. But, I mean, what I'm so encouraged by is, you know, you've gone over there with this vision and the heart to, to plant a church, a different church that really impacts the, the locals, um, the local Sri Lanka people. But in that, you know, time that you've spent there you've gone oh god actually where we need it and it's and it's here to to mentor and to support and the impact mm-hmm. of then, that then is not just the ministry of a church that you plant but the ministry of all of these different churches where these pastors are being equipped and supported and um mm-hmm. have people saying well actually how are you um yeah <laughs> you know, and that's such a it's such a key thing i think we're starting to get more of an idea on mentoring for pastors, and I'd say that even over here, you know, I've got a mentor um, that I've recently connected with, and that's been awesome. And it's just such a a significant thing to have someone that you can be really vulnerable with, and and that can provide that support. That's incredible yeah. here. So, is that connections like just in Colombo, or is that further afield? Yeah. So at the moment, what we're doing because we're English speaking, I can speak a bit of similar, um, but I'm still um, not perfect at it. Um, we're actually. As we head back in January, with um, mm. Brooks helping develop the book now with the mentors in Australia, um, that we will take back as a resource to train leaders in English, singular, and Tamil. So plan is in the first year to actually build a team that can actually then take mm. it and use it right around the nation in all three languages. Um, awesome. So we've the yeah. best thing is trialing it is yeah. in Colombo. So it's like that little. You know, yeah. test dummy so we go try to fix the little edges that makes it culturally appropriate yeah um, yep. we want to really honor the culture here um it's a big thing mm. sri lanka when you step into sri lanka it's don't be western yeah um accept the culture but be yeah. different so yeah. we've got to make sure we still honor that because especially when you go to the villages in the east yeah. um it is very important so um everything we do we we have local pastors who we are accountable to that we've built relationships. So we say we're, you know, mm. reaching some line where you go, this is culturally not good and it's going to offend, just, you know, slap us on the head or something and, <laughs> and you know, we'll get back in line because for us it's about being honest with them and having that relationship where, hey, you can tell me um, yeah. and also that relationship where they can trust us to um, go because most pastors will have their main church in the city, but then they'll have 15 or 20 churches that are planted around the whole country um so if we can get the trust of that pastor where they can trust us and know that we're there for them um they'll open up for us to really go into their all their churches and all the different areas so yeah so our plan is to reach as many people and many Mm. pastors as we can because for us bringing the whole kingdom together is how that country is going to be transformed um at Mm. the moment everyone's fighting against each other you're not going to do as much and in the last 10 years church growth as in new salvation has not been much it's been more church growth through um swapping churches um yeah and so we want to change that we're you know we've got to reach the lost but we're not going to reach the lost unless we stop the in-house fighting 
Um, so yeah, so yeah, hopefully, yeah, all languages come back to that oh, question. Awesome. <laughs> it's, so, it's so amazing to hear the heart that God's um, given you, given you to to really just connect and make those connections and build people up and and see people one for Christ. Because hey, that's the end goal. Whether you're in yeah. Sri Lanka, whether you're in Canberra, whether you're in Newcastle. Yeah. Uh, the heart is to see people one one for Christ, to see um, you know the saints equipped and 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 serving and um, seeing mm. you know purpose and and potential fulfilled in Christ. So that's so it's so awesome to hear that. Um, so okay, so we're in Canberra. We're currently locked down. That's going to come to a come to an end soon. Um, <laughs> yeah. but, but how can we support you? Like we you know we're a long way away. Um, even. From Newcastle, but then when you're back in Colombo early next year, we're even further away. What what can we do um, as as a body of Christ in in Canberra to support you guys? Yeah, first of all, thank you so much for actually supporting us as a church um, financially. That's such a blessing, and it really encourages us to know that you know where we are is where God wants us to be. So uh, thank you so much for trusting us and um, partnering with us to really um, step into Sri Lanka and help us get into the nation so that's a huge thank you um in other areas i guess Praying. prayer yeah. and um if anyone wants to say hi and email us or whatever like <laughs> we always love hearing from people um yeah and i guess like yeah that's the main kind of things yeah definitely just, praying yeah prayer is a big one um as for it is like a lot health and yeah. safety especially as we go back um and mm. for covid just to ease as well in, in the nation of sri lanka yeah. is a huge one too yeah especially just for the country, isn't it? Mm, yeah, and also with, I guess, favour with the local government's a big one, um, you know, where we can um, work with them and um, build their tr- get their trust as we build and plant church in Sri Lanka um, is a big thing. Yeah. Um, churches aren't allowed to be planted, can't actually have new churches in Sri Lanka, so, we, mm. so it's kind of those things where you go, okay, God, if it's going to work, it's got to be got to be you. Yeah. yeah. So... <laughs> Um, no, yeah. I think that's like I mean our heart is is um, we always see you know we had um, we used to support Rudy and Lara Rudresh, um and they returned from Thailand and um, we've got a, you know a mission partner that we support in the Philippines but we very much see that those people who are out there is our extended family um, yeah. you know so you guys are now part of Horizon Church and yeah, um, part of- Horizon Church yeah. in Colombo <laughs> um, you know and because it is it's it's Look, it's incredible that, you know, as a, as a congregation, as a community, as the body of Christ here, that we can sow in um, both financially, but also then um, in, in prayer and just believing that God's going to be working through you. And, you know, that's the amazing thing for our church community as they, as they give and then as we as a church are able to give. Um, the work that's being done there, like we're we're a part of that. We're we're partnering with you guys. You you you're that you're the hands and feet on the ground, but you know we're able to play a small part in facilitating that back here by financially supporting you, but more importantly by you know supporting you in prayer and and believing that God's going to um, open doors and just see people one for Him. So um, that's yeah. an, that's an awesome thing. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And it just so feels excited. like you yeah. kind of you know, lifting the shoulders up when you're tired kind of thing that holding us up. And, um, yeah, mm. definitely every all the support just just definitely encourages us. And, um, yeah, it's great to be part of a family um, that just really um, wants to be behind you and is mm. there for you. So, yeah, we love it and we just love to be hopefully get done and see you guys in person as well. But, um, yeah, thank you so much because, yeah, it's just been an amazing connection yeah. to be a part of your church now. 
So I was going to say, and our door is always open. When you can travel, yeah. you leave Australia, come to Sri Lanka, come say hi. We'll have a hot curry <laughs> in a hot place. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I can't wait. I'll, I'll be there. I'll be there. I'll have to go to sunscreen and... Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Well, how about I pray for you guys? Um, yeah, that'd be awesome. All right, let's pray. Look, God, we, we thank you for Nathan and for Brooke. Father, we thank you that when you call, um, Father, you plant something really uh, significant in our hearts, Father, that it's a call that comes with a vision. And, Lord, we thank you for the vision that you've given them. Father, we thank you for the heart that they have for Sri Lanka, um, particularly for Colombo at this time. Lord God, we we thank you for um, the work that they're doing there, Father, uh, Lord, particularly the way that they've been so flexible that as you've sent them at a time that you knew, Lord God, you you didn't send them in a really tricky time by accident, but Father, but you planted them there because you wanted them to be there, uh, Lord. And so we just um, pray, Father, that you would continue to build them, Lord, as they serve and sow into so many lives. Lord God, that you would um, be enabling them to sow into others from a place of fullness themselves. Lord God, that you would uh, be ever present with them, Father, that you'd surround their family, their kids. Lord God, that you would protect them. Uh, Lord, that you'd keep them healthy. Father, we pray for the the nation of of Sri Lanka and for the challenges that COVID has presented. Father, we just pray for um, effective vaccines and and people to be um, well. Lord God, we pray for resourced hospitals. Father, we just pray for um, uh, really good uh, decisions from government from every level. Lord God, that enables the people there uh, to be well and to be safe. Lord, we pray for open doors uh, for people, uh, particularly who are in challenging situations, Lord, with families that might be making it difficult for them to come to you. Holy Spirit, we thank you that you go before us and that it is you that prepares people and and, and, um, prepares their hearts for salvation. And so, Lord, we just pray for um, Nathan and for Brooke, Lord God, that you would continue to bless them. Lord, thank you for the privilege it is to partner with them as they see um, lives transformed in the nation of Sri Lanka. And so, Lord, just bless them now, we pray. Amen. 